Nak jadi powerlifter atau nak jadi strongman? What's up guys? It's your brother from Another Mother Coach Camp is One. My mission is to help reduce 1% obesity in Malaysia. And I hope that you all can support my mission by liking and sharing this content with your friends and also your family member. Now, back to the topic. Welcome to our episode 13 Camvision Podcast channel and di channel kami saya berkongsi tentang fakta sains dan pada masa sama saya invite credible and experienced individual in their respective field. Let us welcome Hafiz. Hi Hafiz, apa khabar? Sihat? Baik, Alhamdulillah. Okay, sebelum kita mula, just nak beritahu saya kenal Hafiz ni long, long, long time ago. Yes. Masa, I think sebelum you jadi trainer juga kot. Uh, around that time, uh. Uh, masa tu I start I macam baru-baru nak uh, berjinak-jinak dalam the industry uh-uh. and uh, we start talk to each other when masa I kat celebrity fitness. Yes, yes. So I, ring, I ingat macam tu lah. So okay, fine. Hafiz. Sorry, Hafiz. Yes. So Hafiz, cerita sikit tentang diri. Uh, how, I, how you actually get started in this fitness industry? Okay, uh, first of all, thank you Coach Cam for inviting me to his podcast. My pleasure. Uh, okay, my name is Hafiz. I'm a strength coach. Currently based in the Net Alam. Uh, my forte is in general strength training, okay. uh, powerlifting, and also strongman. Mm. Yeah, so how do I first start as a coach, is it? Mm. Okay. Uh, how do I say this? Kita mula daripada zaman sekolah. Okay. Nah, zaman sekolah perjalanan you, because tiba-tiba orang jadi coach tu macam, apa saya jadi coach kan? Okay, understand. Okay, so... Uh, a little bit of my background, I wasn't an athlete or like Serena cakap Kisado Kisado or gifted like Okay lah, somewhat that lah Okay, gifted with, with apa ni uh, Good physique and all that But then after I finished my school I start discovered parkour Oh Yeah Okay So I start discovered parkour So from there and then I start my somewhat physical training Because uh, in parkour, you need to have uh, you need to have like uh, at least condition yeah. body. Betul. Right. Okay. So uh, when when I discovered parkour last time uh, with bunch of friends, we were back in JB. Mm. Okay. Kat JB. Uh, masa tu kita orang dah start. Okay. Busy nak nak pergi gym. Okay. Yelah, because kita tengok parkour video from overseas. Normally from UK, right? Okay, you pun pernah kat sana kan? Okay, I assume memang kat sana ramai bahko practitioner over there. Okay, and these top athletes, you orang pergi gym, you orang buat strength conditioning, strength and conditioning. Then, but for us, kita orang pergi gym, memang mostly uh, untuk to get better in doing bahko and free running last time. Okay, but at one point. Bila, you know, bila you pergi gym without a proper guidance, mm. without a training plan, you hardly can see your progress. So? Okay, when, bila benda tu jadi, you akan start to feel demotivated. Yes, you start to feel demotivated. Macam, what apa, pergi sama je kan? Uh, lepas tu, then only you can, you akan rasa malas, nak sambung, nak continue. So, you might as well, buat apa yang you nak buat, which is parkour sajalah. Yeah. So, I... Buat parkour je. Mm. Uh, I train, uh, I practice parkour je. Lepas tu, um, Lepas tu, I got injured. Okay. Okay. 
No, I just what uh, drop from uh, level one around there. Uh. So I drop and then sloppy landing. Okay. I hurt my meniscus. I see. Yeah. Okay. So I barely can walk for about two weeks. Yes, swollen, mm. cut semua. Then I uh, he jumpa doctor. He asked me whether I not continue doing parkour mm. or I not stop. Mm. Okay. Pastu uh, during that time, you know. Kita orang baru habis sekolah eh. Macam memang tak ada duit lah Kalau nak go for the operation Operation like cost thousands mm-hmm. And then that's where I uh, decided to Okay lah uh, Because the doctor said that I cannot do any open chain movement Such as I cannot jump I cannot run anymore and what not So yes I can but there's consequences mm. Okay so for the next few days I can sakit lutut and such things lah Okay so masa tu I decided macam Okay lah uh, that's it I Stop doing parkour And I uh, Start to find another hobby Which is my another hobby and passion is In motorsports Oh! Yes man Yeah in motorsports Okay Okay uh, Yeah since then I Shifted into motorsports uh, I mean to Car racing low karts And what not uh, How how you That is into you muscle into fitness? Okay, from there, uh, okay, that's just my passion. So, but basically, my work line is in in, in different industry, right? Okay, uh, but uh, uh, during my transition from from my previous uh, industry to fitness industry, it's all started with a guy, a good friend of mine named Yannick Noah. I'm not sure whether you heard of his name or not. Okay, okay. Yannick Noah. He used to be in the fitness scene, so he was the one young. Push me, aja, and even aja me how to do workout, do train, and uh, doing strength training. Okay, I still remember first time kita orang pergi gym di uh, Kamlawati. That time masa first time pergi gym dengan dia, uh, there was a guy that lift, the guy that lift about uh, 180 kilo lah. Oh, now I dah tahu lah, it's 180 kilo kan. Okay. <laughs> Back then, I was like, very impressive lah, right? You know, it's 180 kilo, that guy that lift, and then uh, That guy macam dah nak habis macam tu And then Nick pergi tanya dia, like, berapa set setinggal or Somewhat along the line lah Okay, and then that guy macam, oh, dia dah habis Lepas tu Nick pergi situ, and he just that lift that weight cold mm. Dia tak warm up, dia tak warm up for that lift Dia tak lower down the weights So he just go there and wrap that 180 kilo outside Man, I want to be like that, you know? Okay. Uh, so that's where I start to uh, to set my goal that I want to be strong. Faham? Yeah. Okay, so dari situ? Dari situ, okay. Uh, dari situ, from there, but during my transition tu juga, I actually uh, kerja as a sales, sales associate dekat one of fitness uh, shop, I would say. Yeah, fitness shop dekat Ikano. Okay. okay, and masa tu lah, I belajar, banyak belajar and I go for courses, for personal training semua before I start to jadi personal trainer. For how? Yes. So, your cerita hampir sama like my cerita lah. Iaitu, uh, we got exposed by someone or some group of people. Okay. Sebelum kita betul-betul tahu apa kita nak yes. dalam hidup. Betul? Uh-huh. I pernah cerita before this in my first episode yang my mom ada tu. Mm-hmm. I start my fitness journey because my housemate. 
Kalau masuk my bilik tak pakai baju, ada six pack. I was like, huh, bro. Anak jadi macam tu. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Again, there's always something that inspired us. Inspired us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what inspired you was that dude. Yes. Because dia tak wama, tak apa, angkat 180 kg, anak jadi kuat macam dia. Ah, uh, yes, betul. Okay, so, dari situ, dia dah tahulah apa yang nak buat. Mm-hmm. Okay, you kerja dalam uh, industri fitness for how long? Yang you belajar semua tu, sebelum so, jadi trainer. Uh, for about a year. Okay, so from there, you dah macam, you know what? I memang nak jadi trainer. Yes, sebab masa tu, masa tu basically I just sales associate. I I jual gym equipment. Faham. Yeah, but then again, masa tu juga eh, kita belajar. Uh, this time kita belajar and then uh, while while doing the courses, you have the you have the equipments with you. Okay. Yeah, so senang for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, then, after that, uh, I asked him, I asked uh, this guy, Yanni, that whether I dah ready ke belum. I even tanya dia, I dah, you think, I'm ready nak jadi personal training. Okay. Lepas tu dia cakap, you know what, you just have to go for it. Ah, uh, You takkan ready pun actually. Ah, uh, If you nak do anything, just do it. You takkan, you takkan, don't wait for the time for you to get ready. Okay, I nak tambah sikit eh. Okay. Jangan tunggu masih sesuai. Ah, yes. Because there's no such thing as the best time to start. Mm. Orang selalu kata, tunggu bulan Januari. Uh, atau tunggu lepas hari jadi. The best time to start is actually now. Tunggu lepas raya. Tunggu lepas raya kan. Just, just, just mula je sampai. Yes. Okay, true. Okay. Yeah. Lepas tu? So, uh, bila dia cakap, just go for it. I was like, randomly, pergi uh, walk-in je. Mm. Got this one fitness center in one utama. I randomly go there and uh, rezeki lah masa tu. And the, the manager was there juga. Mm. So, the manager cakap, okay, uh, I nak Meet you tomorrow, dia cakap, for an interview. Okay. Okay, so, I, I pergi tu, actually, I still kerja with that fitness the shop. Uh-huh. I pergi uh, from Ikano hmm. to Wan Utama during my lunch hour. Okay. Yeah, during my lunch hour, I go there, kejap. Uh-huh. I randomly walk in kat situ. I tanya, and then dia cakap nak jumpa tomorrow. So, after my lunch hour tu, I balik pergi my my, my workplace. Uh-huh. Uh, I cakap, I nak cuti esok. Okay. Uh, with the intention of, I nak pergi interview dekat this fitness center. Yeah, and then... Uh, bila tomorrow I go for an interview He interviewed me Few questions And then he even asked me to Show him how to squat mm. uh, Do proper squat And at the same time juga Dia uh, suruh I Cue dia on how to coach uh-huh. Yeah so Lepas tu bila dah All that things settled uh, In few days time Dia contact I Dia cakap dia nak I masuk uh, The following month Nice. Yeah, so I say rezeki lah masa tu. Mm. Yeah, so that's where I start my my uh, personal training my career. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. In your personal training career lah. Mm. Uh, worst case scenario apa pernah berlaku? Worst case scenario. Uh, tak kisah lah masa terlang, tengah tolong klien ke atau tengah tolong orang kat dalam gym ke atau tengah tolong kawan trainer ke. Worst case scenario, yeah. I would say uh, a client of mine. Mm. I baru start few sessions dengan dia, baru train few sessions dengan dia. Mm. Uh, dia sleep this from not from training. Uh. He got sleep this from grocery shopping. Okay. Yeah. So you know, carrying grocery bag one side. Right, right, right. And then dia sampai rumah, dia letak bag tu. Suddenly dia feel uh, sharp pain okay. and some electric shock to down uh, the leg. Hmm. Uh, lepas tu dia cakap tak boleh gerak apa benda semua 
Lepas tu straight away call ambulance Ambulance hospital uh, memang terus strip this yeah. From grocery shopping So from masa tu memang worst case jugalah Because masa tu still like uh, early stage Where I I jadi personal trainer juga uh, So macam ni Were you with your blind? No, oh, tak. Dia dia memang dekat ni lah. But uh, few days tu, I contact dia for training session. Dia cakap dia sleep this. I macam, I terkejut lah. Macam, ha. macam mana dia sleep this kan? Ha. Rupanya is from grocery shopping. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know whether it's because uh, the the muscle fatigue from workout ke apa. And then, dia tak aware of it. Right. He went to grocery shopping. Right. And sleep this. Alright. Yeah. Can happen atau can probably that person overconfident angka berasa yang anda Yes, yes, yeah. that's another thing lah. Because you, you tak sedap pun. You pergi grocery kan. Uh, maybe you pegang sebelah tangan. Sebelah, hmm. sebelah tangan pegang, pegang like few kilos of of uh, apa ni, barang-barang grocery. Sebelah tangan lagi pegang full. Mana sama, tak balance kan. Betul. Yeah. And aku rasa cerita sikit regarding about worst case scenario. I pun ada. So mine was uh, here. 2019, masa baru baru pindah, a few residents kawasan sini. So, dia nak cari trainer. And this guy memang tak train for a very long time. Okay. okay. Of course, we ask the parking question, right? Kita tanya bila last workout semua ni. <laughs> If you're qualified coach, you know what is it. If you're not qualified, you tak tahu apa saya tengah cakap. That's Tapi, saya nak beritahu lah. And ask all the parking question, ask. So, basically, dia tak cakap jujur. Oh, okay. Ada orang tau. Dia orang cerita tanya tapi tak cakap jujur. So, okay lah. Kita terus workout. Simple. Assessment movement je. Okay. So one assessment, I suruh buat isometric wall sit. Duduk je. Okay, wall sit je. Yeah. It's the most basic thing semua orang boleh buat kan. Sure. So dia buat, I kata, you okay tak? If you're not okay, just let me know. Okay? Dia tahan, dia tahan, tahan. So basically, he's using his ego to show to me that he is strong. Yes. Which I don't expect anything from uh-huh. him kan. True. So dia tahan, 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 60 saat. Lalu stop. So I suruh berdiri. How you feel? Dia dah macam mabuk dah. Uh-huh. So, like like hand-hand kan? Nak pasal tau. Uh-huh. I kata, bro, you okay tak? Kita... I need to go toilet, vomit. I'm like, what? So that shows that dia dah lama tak workout. Yes. Okay. Dia tak beritahu berapa lama. Tapi that shows how how long lah kan. Yeah. So masa dia nak pergi tandas tu. Okay, masa nak pergi tandas tu, dia dah jalan macam betul-betul mabuk tau. Uh-huh. Lepas saya tengok, eh, this is not normal ni kan. Uh-huh. I terus pergi kat dia, bro, are you okay? Then as I'm looking at his face, dia roll mata dia kat atas. Okay. Dia memang pass out tau. Uh-huh. So yeah, that yeah. is a moment when hypoglycemia lah. Bila dah, darah jatuh drastically. So, I say, balik, one of my staff ada kat sini kan. Kata, Azizi, ambil honey. Uh-huh. So, dia ambil uh, madu. Uh, ambil madu datang, Mamat tu terus terduduk. Saya kata, bukan mula bro. Bukan mula, letak madu. Dia boleh nampak mata dia pada tengok atas. Slowly dia buka mata. Yeah. Dia dah okay dah. Dia nak sugar, dia ni sugar lah. Dia dah sugar lah kan. <laughs> so, that was my first experience yang I handle, uh, tengah buat assessment, orang tu nak pengsan. Bukannya intense, it was just well said. So, that's why, ada sebabnya, bila kita buat assessment, kita tanya paku question. Hmm. Ha, jangan tipu guys. Kalau you baru nak jadi trainer, jangan tipu bila nak isi borang tu. Cakap benda jujur. That was my worst case scenario lah. But he's okay after that. Dah bagi madu, lepak kejap dan dia balik jalan kaki. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, kita sambung eh. Mm-hmm. Kita sambung. Now, sebagai jurulatih kan. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at the same time juga, you compete. Betul tak? Yes. Okay. Bila yang you ada minat, okay. As a trainer, and tiba-tiba nak jadi athlete. Okay. Uh, as a trainer and then tiba-tiba nak jadi athlete okay so masa masa I jadi personal trainer tu the same time juga I memang uh, you know fitness is very wide right so along the line you have to find what is your interest mm, betul okay so what is your interest what is your passion mm. about because it could be like crossfit it could be anything mm. so masa tu juga 
uh, I jumpa strongman. Okay. So I normally, typically, I came across video in YouTube mm. and all that. So I came across strongman. And again, uh, I would say lucky. And during that time, you got the year of 2015, world strongest man, you orang buat kat Malaysia. Oh, I know. Yes, you orang buat kat Putrajaya. Oh, okay. Yes. So, and masa tu, I tengah dekat this fitness center lah as a, as a personal trainer. Uh, one week, because world strongest man, they are, uh, they play live, they recorded again. So, they only record in a span of one week. So, one week, I from one utama, mm. travel Putrajaya, mm. come back to one utama, travel back to Putrajaya. Because I nak tengok the world strongest man. Yeah, masa tu lah, I jumpa all these top athletes like Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall, Beyonce and so much more. So, masa tu, bila uh, ada jumpa dia orang tu, uh, then only, I said, they are all like huge, massive, like really strong, right? Then masa tu, I macam somewhat top up my pools. So, instead of just, I nak jadi strong, I nak jadi, uh, I, I want to be strong, I want to be, I want to compete. I want to compete in the competition, I want to be the best of my class and all. You know? Obviously, obviously, we we are not as huge as them and all, but but masa tu juga I discovered yang about uh, Malaysia ada organized strongman juga, yeah. Mm. So you used to want strongman juga kat Malaysia, right? Cerita lama nanti. Yes, yes. <laughs> so masa tu juga I discovered uh, about strongman kat Malaysia. So masa tu lah I start to train towards that goal. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you choose strongman because you tertarik. Dengan strongman event Atau tertarik dengan Dia punya angkatan semua Apa dia? I tertarik dengan uh, The the uniqueness of the event They, they Okay uh, They are not They are not just lifting Barbells and weights Betul They, they lifting like raw stuff Like those Rocks, stones And they pull They pull Trucks hmm. Apa semua So benda tu macam Which really impressive Betul Yeah Benda tu is something that you cannot You cannot do it on a daily basis. Like, you pergi gym mana boleh nak angkat batu, right? So, benda-benda tu semua buat I rasa nak cuba. Uh, I'm going add, add, add on sikit guys. Macam tadi Hafiz mentioned, I pernah compete. Yes, tu cerita lama. Memang saya pernah compete. And shout out to one of my friend dekat Singapore, Joe. Uh, he's the strongest in Asia for his division. For our division lah, I compete bawah 85. Yes. So, he memang kuat gila. And I learn about strongman ni bila I dah retire dalam bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sebenarnya I dah buat bodybuilding sekejap. Lepas tu I t- retire because like penat guys dieting ni. Memang penat. Siapa yang pernah diet, pernah bertanding, memang it's very tiring. Strongman pula senang. Makan je banyak-banyak. Of course, training tu is very intense. Yes. You tarik lori, you buat lock press. Semua benda tu tak ringan tau. Memang berat gila. And it's uh, what is mentioned lah. It's very unique. No, first time in my life, yeah, masa I beli, what's it called? Yang letak yoke. kat Yoke. Yes. Uh, I bought yoke walk tu. Yeah. I beli those things, letak, you letak sampai 240 kilo, you bawa jalan-jalan. Okay, you thinking dulu macam macam mana boleh angkat 100 kilo? No, no, no. It was like 240 kilo, 300 kilo on you, and you bawa jalan-jalan. Yes. Okay, so they have their own uniqueness in strongman, and not everyone can do it. Uh, why I say that is because, let's say you have a very, um, your bone, very fragile. The chances of you get injured is very high. But anyhow, I tak nak sentuh that part. Kita nak dengar Hafiz Mishita pula. Okay, so bila you first compete dalam uh, strength competition? Uh, I start compete 
2017 It was a uh, competition in uh, In Berak Okay uh, Badang Oh, Mr. Badang Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I used to compete in Badang So that was my first competition So, yes, I compete in uh, Several strongman in competition uh, So From there, memang I tahu yang This is my my passion Yeah, and then The the idea of how to prep for the competition. So you have to think of the uh, simulator. So okay, you go to a normal gym. You only have a barbell, dumbbells, machine. But then you in strongman, you have to like uh, the the events is like the simplest thing I would say like maybe yoke walk. Okay. Okay. So you have to think of the training. Yang macam mana I nak train. Yang ada carry over untuk yoke walk You tak ada yoke dekat that gym So you have to think of something else Macam mana I nak train to get better at yoke walk With Apa benda available equipment yang you ada dekat that gym Right So benda tu Is somewhat challenge me yep. To think of uh, How to train What to train apa semua And benda tu best lah for me okay. Yeah So macam contoh lah uh, Yoke walk So you have to train a lot of unilateral movement. Mm. Yeah, kalau you train squat je, squat is bilateral. Yeah, you 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 need to work with that thing <laughs> with you. So you have to think of other exercises and other carry over for yes, your yes. work. Yeah, benda-benda tu best lah for me. Okay, just nak tambah sikit eh, kepada mereka yang apa yang saya cakap tu. <laughs> so carry over dalam bahasa mudah nak faham is uh, translate. Maknanya soccer player nak rembat kan? Macam mana nak rembat kuat? Ah yes. Kalau you rembat setiap pun dia takkan jadi lagi kuat. So you train your unilateral Uh, leg extension So you boleh rembat kuat uh, Itu namanya translate uh, Carry over, carry over. Yeah. Uh, Bahasa Melayu Bahasa biasa kita panggil translate Macam nak indahkan Macam mana nak kuatkan Supaya Sukan tu aku teri gila uh-huh. So Somewhat technical tau Because To implement that And understand that You kena understand Biomechanic of human body Apa yang you kena buat Supaya Bahagian tersebut Atau otot tersebut Memang you boleh fokus okay, Kita sambung balik Dekat strongman eh. So I nak Uh, at regards to uh, this carryover Macam lock press ni Bunyi macam orang kata shoulder presses saja. Tapi I belajar Masa Imagine a bodybuilder Your body fat have to be very low Yes okay? Tiba-tiba you nak buat lock press susah tau yes. Sebab nombor satu yang I belajar You kena ada gut sikit Kena ada perut Sebab senang nak angkat I was at First saya tak faham kenapa all these strongmen buncit-buncit. Ah. Uh, uh. tak boleh kurus ke? Tak boleh sadar je ke? Oh, ada sebab dia. Yeah, uh, it's like a leverage lah. One to it. So, okay. So, numbers of years you competed. Then ada intention lagi nak compete dalam strongman in future. Mm. Ada intention, but uh it's not my priorities now. Mm. Yeah. So, uh for now, uh my priorities are my athletes. So I have few athletes under my belt uh, who competes in uh, powerlifting and also strongman. Yeah, so the 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 priority now shifted from me being the the top athletes to my athletes become the top athlete. Yeah, so because because uh, my career as a coach is to to produce athletes, but yes, to give results. Yeah, so uh, if if uh, everything is about me. Means I am the athlete, right? Yeah. So now my my goals is to make my athletes win competition to be okay. top of their league or sports. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are on the same page, same page lah. 
uh, macam zaman dulu saya bertanding memang saya tak kisah pasal klien pun my client no i'm being honest yeah when i was a competitive athlete our priority was i want to be the best i want to tell people that i am the best alhamdulillah i've successfully achieved that sampai bila after yes so then sampai bila even the top athlete in the world and most of them akan pencen by the age of 40 Uh, one is a uh, physiological reason. Second is because our testosterone pun dah drop semua, so we can't really perform at our optimal level. Commitment, commitments juga. Yes. Ah, this tapa anak tanya. Thank you for bringing up. Hey. Okay, Hafiz akan bincang. Yes. Okay, cerita sikit. How do you delegate your time sebagai a coach, a father, and a husband? Uh, everything is about uh, work-life balance. Okay. Uh, Describe. Work-life balance reflects to your time management. Okay. Yeah. So you have to, yeah, like delegate your time. Okay. Uh, sometimes, okay. Contohlah, for me, weekend time is my family time, so I don't take clients on weekend. Yeah, I don't take clients on weekend. Well, for weekdays, my clients semua I uh, mostly in the morning session. So morning session, I uh, train my clients uh, until like about uh, so what noon time je tu then about lunch time then I train myself yeah. uh, after that petang balik malam memang family time yeah some of the days only uh, yang malam I train my clients okay yeah so masa tu juga uh, because jam pagi I send my kid to school my son to school and then play school I send my son to play school lepas tu I, uh, noon time macam tu my wife uh, fetch him and then send over to my parents Uh, and then malam mostly macam petang or malam after I finish my training and my clients I fetch him and malam we dinner apa semua lah family lah yeah family so, do you think it's doable just contoh lah doable kalau you train your client macam dulu sebelum you ada family uh, honestly I would say no because uh, because last time I was in commercial gym. Mm. So when when you are in commercial gym, you have to really be on the floor, talking, helping members and all, right? So, uh, and when you do texting, you got yeah. So, bila you dah 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 spend a lot of energy there, then you go back home. Obviously, you are tired. You you not you not rest you, right? Do that. Termasuk kalau you sendiri training. Training. Yes. It's not about just training client. You sendiri nak training juga kan? So it's really taxing. So if you ask me uh, to to juggle between uh, family and personal training like how I used to be, like personal training when I was bujang last time, it's very tough. Yeah. But but at uh, at some point you just have to uh, limit your clients, and then you have your your time for you to train. Mm. And then uh, your your family lah, your family time. Okay. Yes. Kenapa saya tanya soalan ni? Mesti orang macam ni kenapa tanya soalan kawin-kawin ni kan? Okay. Nombor satu saya masih bujang. Tak adalah bujang. Adalah tapi belum kahwin. Okay. okay. So, as what he mentioned tadi, on the weekend dia tak nak ambil client. Hmm. Because commitment dia dekat family. Hmm. For me, my weekend is the most happening. Okay. Because, number one, I tak kahwin. Tak ada anak. Okay. Number two, Clients usually ada masa bila dia orang tak bekerja. True. 
Tapi kita bekerja. Yes. Uh, so I fill up my time during my whereby kalau I kahwin memang tak boleh lah buat benda macam tu kan. Weekends and public holiday. Public holiday. Yes. That's why if you tengok the lifestyle, you boleh tengok tau. You guys yang um, nak cari I'm not trying to summarize atau kata semua coach yang dah kahwin ni tak boleh komit tau. Ha, betul. Ha, bukan nak kata tu. You all kena nampak kenapa kan coaches yang kahwin semua usually okay they are very selective berapa banyak dia, client dia nak. Mm-hmm. Berbanding dulu-dulu macam sekarang saya kan you throw me 10 clients a day pun I will do it. True. I'm still okay with it. Tapi kalau kahwin I know I tak boleh buat 10 clients a day. Yes. And it's because of that. So Um, thank you for sharing that part because I memang nak tahu tau okay. uh, because to prepare lah in future kan yes true betul uh, nanti isteri pula tanya kenapa you ni asyik dengan klien je uh-huh. tak nak balik rumah tak tahu ke ada anak tak tahu ke ada isteri uh, kahwin lah dengan klien you <laughs> okay. 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 nanti masalah pula kat situ so, okay uh, speaking of the reigning clients and priority for your client kat mana orang nak cari you uh, okay so if you nak cari uh, I'm a, uh, active Instagram user okay. So you guys can Head over to my Instagram Instagram handle Hafizdin H-A-F-Y-Z D-I-N-H Ataupun You can just search My hashtag Hashtag Haftrade H-A-F-T-R-E-I-N Yes okay, We're gonna put the Page here Boleh tengok Right Now Last question What is your nasihat Kepada mereka Kat luar sana Yang baru saja Nak mula Dia punya journey Untuk jadi sihat Uh, okay Set your goals Set your goals And then From there Bila you dah ada your goal You know Mana you nak tuju lah uh, So because If uh, I ada je Clients yang Datang gym uh, Dia cakap dengan I Dia, dia just nak sihat Okay Tapi dia tak tahu Sihat tu tang mana You know So it could be Sihat as in like You can walk 10km That is sihat Right, because before this, you can only barely walk like two kilometers a day, mm. right? Or or even you counted your steps, ah, kan? Uh, and then, kalau you like uh, oversize, mm. you na you na lose weight, you still considered nasihat juga, betul? Okay, and then maybe you are on medication or mm. uh, uh, sakit or something lah, and then doctor said you need to to go to the gym. Okay, or even you you are injured, so you pergi gym you not you not somewhat sehat. So in other words, you not get better, right? In other words, you not get better. And then, but by getting better, for you to get better, you have you have to have goal. Mm. Yeah, if you tak ada goal, if you tak ada hal tuju, you akan tak tahu mana nak pergi. Akan uh, everything akan messed up. And then, like I said, bila everything messed up, uh, you you like everything messed up. Lepas tu you Cannot see your progress. Right. You cannot see your progress. You demotivated. Then that's that. Betul. I know. Scary. So to summarize, apa yang Hafiz cakap kan? What he's trying to touch on adalah being specific. Yes. Uh, macam dalam goal setting, dia panggil uh, smart goal lah. I'm not going to elaborate on that part. Tapi be specific. Ramai juga orang kata, Coach, macam mana nak jadi kurus ya? Eh? I'm like, huh? You nak berapa cara? There's so many ways you nak jadi yeah, kurus. Sama juga, I nak jadi sihat. Sihat to you apa? As yeah. what he mentioned just now. So be specific with what you want. Uh, I Another thing I want to add on adalah, mm. kalau awak mencari orang untuk, eh, 
aku ikut je lah apa kau suruh mm-hmm. that's more on you tengah mencari accountability yes. you nak meletakkan tanggungjawab tu kat seseorang and ramai orang salah anggap that if you hire a coach the responsibility is towards the coach your coach will spend the time with you is only one hour mm-hmm. dalam masa satu hari iaitu 24 jam so your coach do have their own tanggungjawab bantu you during training tapi in terms of nak jadi siap ni bukan your coach diorang membantu dalam proses so again uh, kepada mereka yang baru nak start please be specific with what you want supaya perjalanan tu senang sedikit and you tak rasa demotivated ok Hafiz uh, that being said thank you very much sebab bercerita you punya perjalanan and also your journey and ada juga kita sentuh sikit tentang strongman and powerlifting kan yes. and what Hafiz mentioned tadi juga kepada mereka yang nak cari Hafiz please go and find him DM him yep And oh, email me, I, I will start email on my Instagram juga. Uh, email dia juga, contact him personally if you need help with him. So, you area mana? Uh, Denai Alam. Denai Alam. So, yeah. dekat kawasan Subang, sana lah. Ya, yeah, Denai Alam, Subang, Kijilutong, around the area. So, if you guys from the area, feel free to contact him and seek for his professional advice. That being said, take care. Assalamualaikum. Thanks, Thanks out. out.